Hi, y'all. Welcome so back to Clear Eyes, Full Hearts Plus Booze, the podcast. I'm uh, Mary Johnson. I'm Katie Elliott. And as you know, this is your official Friday Night Lights podcast. Support group. Binge watch shoulder to group. cry on. Come to us if you have All any issues. Above. Um, this week we uh, talked about episode 19 and 20. We're um, almost at the end of season one, season you guys. Season one, yeah, man. Um, so episode 19 is called Ch-Ch-Ch-Changes, R.I.P. David Bowie. Um, the Netflix summary is as follows. When Jason's hopes of going to the Paralympics are dashed, Susie comforts him. Coach Taylor tells his family that they are moving to Austin, which is not true actually <laughs> yeah but you know you tried you tried intern um episode 20's mud bowl a chemical spill leaves the football field unusable for the semi-final game coach taylor tries to find out who gave matt an illegal cash gift that sounds like an episode so of the x-files actually the the truth is that <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. No, it won't come up. <laughs> yeah, but um, food for thought. Who gave him the cash gift? We'll never know. We'll, we'll never literally know. never know, so don't even think about it. This week, we had our first returning guest, our best friend, Patrick M. Dunn. Who joined us all the way from sunny Myrtle Beach. <laughs> <laughs> it was 95 degrees there this weekend. Suck it. Um, so this week, we thought we would return to our tradition of drawing topics that relate to the episode out of a hat or of a stainless steel salad bowl you know either way does the trick so here's our skype call with him enjoy we did yeah so we had to bring you back because it's your favorite subplot it's the cougar mom yes this is a cougar mom episode who is played by brooke langton Hmm. Oh, who's also that? Also from Merrill's Place and the Net TV series. I did my research the before Net? I came on. Yes. Melrose so, Place. That's cool. All right. So uh, Tim Riggins and Cougar Mom, maybe Jackie, they surprisingly kind of look age appropriate. They look like brother and sister. They have like the twin same brother and haircut. Because Tim Riggins they do. looks 102. Like. <laughs> And she looks, she's not old enough to have a kid, probably, in Do real life. Do you think Tim Riggins goes over there because she has, like, really nice shampoo? Mm. Yeah, it's like her bathroom's clean, Yeah, for they sure. have the same haircut. He's, like, needs some style tips. And that, well, like, I normally do not like children, but that child is adorable. I'm sorry. Oh, my he God. Am I Tim- outnumbered? I love the kid, <laughs> I, too. I hate him he calls- so much when he was getting bullied i was like yeah well maybe now you'll learn how to be normal <laughs> no i like, love he calls him tim he's riggins, adorable tim riggins like exactly the same way that everyone else calls tim riggins tim riggins <laughs> i wish i could have a time machine i would go back in time and adopt him and then when he got to be 10 ish i would just give him up for a time <laughs> Because that's why not he has trust issues. Okay, so Cougar Mom, I do not approve of this relationship in any way, shape, or form. I mean, it's illegal, right? It's yeah, it's, it's hella illegal. Trist and like the thing is, he like tries to make a move on her, and she's like, "What are you doing? You're 15. He's not. He's like 17." What is the passage of time in the first season of the series? Because the football like football season is only like September to November. And I That's feel like it's it been is. months watching this. It hasn't. It's been a football season. Like Jason Street has gone on this entire journey where he's become paralyzed, rehabilitated, <laughs> in a wheelchair, joined the murder ball league. <laughs> and, like cannot make the murder ball league like i was slightly disappointed in him giving up on that like newfound dream he had i know yeah he gave up on it instantly yeah like like did you start out being amazing at football or did you get better like you have to i don't know he has no dedication 
I feel like the writers just probably just did not got tired of this plot, and they're like, you know what, I don't care about this anymore. Let's just have him get <laughs> yeah. cut from the team. I feel like they he didn't do make that this one league. I know. And let's just jump to the next thing where he suddenly becomes like fatherly and wants to be a coach. Yeah. Which, and that doesn't last long either, because soon he's going to, like, flip a house and then become a sports manager. Yeah, he does too many jobs. Yeah. We never really know the true Jason, because his personality is kind of indicative of his weird job. Yeah, it's just whatever the writers, like, feel like doing. He's a lost soul. But he's also hella boring, so who cares? Every season? Writing? I don't know. I feel like they like lost their notes and were like, oh, now we have to like change it. Like Waverly just disappears after this season. Well, I think they were on the verge of cancellation after this first season. So maybe they had to make a lot of cuts like Cougar Mom and Cute Boy, Cute Little Boy and Waverly like too much. They cost too much money. They need to just keep their money for the sunglass strap fund. Mm. Keep it going. Like oh, it was, speaking of sunglasses, it was, did you guys? What did you guys think about Jason's um, sunglasses while he was coaching Matt? Yeah, they were pretty horrible. You know, I didn't even notice that. They looked like they were aviators, but they were like, um, like rounded and like kind of molded to the face, like the oh. kind of like something that Pitbull would wear. You know oh what? Oh my god. I do know what you're talking about. He kind of had a Cyclops from X-Men kind of look to it. Yes. Yeah. He had laser <laughs> beam eyes. Because yeah. he was just so mad at everyone in the town. Oh, my God. Because they ostracized him. Like, Jason used to be able to go to the, the liquor store and buy beer, even though he was 16 years old. And now they're like, no, you're no longer a local hero to us. Sorry. I know. Dylan... Dillon, Texas is another world. Yeah, they live mm. outside the right. law in Dillon. Have you, have you ever seen <laughs> Dallas? No. No. Is it uh, another soap opera? Yes. From it was like a the soap 80s? opera in the 80s. It's, it's like uh, a show my parents watched. And uh, I just remember hearing about it. The best episode of Freaks and Geeks is like when they switch the kegs at the party and um bill gets drunk oh. alone in their room watching dallas there, well, I, there's I another what, episode of I remember that he's watching where dallas. bill and the gym teacher are watching dallas because the gym teacher is oh, really? dating, dating his mom dating his mom and the gym teacher is played by biff from back mm-hmm. to the yeah. future which kind of ties into this episode because cougar mom and tim riggins watch back to the future <gasps> oh good one wow. Is that when they fall asleep on the couch, like awkwardly and sweatily? Yes, they're all just kind of like laying on the couch like a family. Mm. And you're like, oh, that's pretty adorable. And then uh, Cougar Mom wakes up and she's just not having it. Yeah, shuts him down. Yeah, so he tries to kiss her and she shuts it down like a rational person. Yeah. And then the next day when he apologizes tries to smooth things over she's like now we should have sex you 16 or 15 year old like it could have gone so smoothly like okay we nip this in the bud like and then tim learns a lesson from the whole thing except no he just gets what he wants and she caves but it's he not like oh, Tim gets what he wants. Like she's committing a felony. I feel Do like. Do you think they would have revisited that idea of her being a felon for statutory rape? Oh. I don't think so. There really is no end to that plot line. It just is forgotten. It's dropped. Well, well d- Billy then yeah. dates her after. And that's when Tim moves out of the house because he can't get along with Billy because Billy's dating his ex-girlfriend, the, mo- the okay. cougar mom. Do you want to do the first topic from the hat, Mary? Yeah, I would like to pick it. Okay, so the first topic is Stonehenge. You mean Stonehenge okay, so 2? is that... Yes, yeah, Stonehenge, Stonehenge the second. <laughs> is it, it real? Like, there's really a, I don't know. a fake Stonehenge in Texas. I, 
originally intended to Google it and look it up, but I completely mm-hmm. forgot. Okay, well, that's I think fair. The, I think the kiss between Jason and the, the tattoo artist just distracted mm-hmm. me, maybe. But Was there anything, like, symbolic could... that they kissed at Stonehenge, too? Well... No one knows what the purpose of Stonehenge is. So <laughs> it's hard to say. I would say Stonehenge too has like less of a purpose. I think my theory, not about the real Stonehenge, but we can get to that <laughs> later. But my theory about Stonehenge too is that <laughs> um, they were like filming a movie and they built the set and they decided to just leave it as public art. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It was probably like a Transformers movie was probably filming around this mm. time. <laughs> An ancient that- Transformers movie. <laughs> Michael Bay stepping up his game. Yeah. So how do you guys think they built Stonehenge? Is it in There's England? A couple I honestly don't even know where it is. Yeah. It's like in northern England. Okay. Um, and it's like built by druids because yeah. it's that time period. So... Some people think they dragged the stones from like a really far away place, but some people think that like water moved them like over thousands of years, which is an insane theory. I don't agree with that. I don't subscribe to that. Carefully place them in perfect stacks. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like I don't get what these water water theorists were giants ever real. Um, could have been giants, could have been aliens. I, I think mean, like aliens is a predominant theory that yeah. it was like same with pyramids, like the aliens just like neatly stacked up the mm. stones. I think I feel they like the just... aliens were more involved with the pyramids though. I feel like Stonehenge is just kinda like small potatoes. It's a child's play. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe like Alien Juniors. <laughs> like an like a Nicktoons version of aliens. So who Stonehenge built Stonehenge cool. too then? Um, aliens, Texas aliens. We're not afraid to get deep down into it. Oh, we dig deep and we call call it like we see it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm gonna pick a category out of the bowl and we're gonna call it like we see it. Okay, I can't wait. Um. Oh, Waverly and Lila's friendship. Yeah, well, Waverly gives Lila, like, confidence to be, like, to tell Jason that he's being the worst. And then they go shoot stuff. Which is cool. Uh, is it safe to go shooting guns with someone who has bipolar? Is it safe to go shooting guns with anyone? Guns should be banned. I'm taking this stance now loudly i'm calling it like i see it i don't approve of them shooting guns together because i don't approve of guns the end next question yeah Where like pointing towards a soup can or whatever <laughs> well obviously no accidents could ever occur there's no. no way there's never been one accidental gun death <laughs> Ever in the history of recorded mankind. And you can quote us on that, okay? <laughs> yeah, no big but deal. You have someone who is certified with bipolar. I feel like if I had bipolar, I would know, like, you know what? You probably shouldn't be carrying a gun right now. But it is Texas. Sorry yeah. to offend anyone from Texas. No, I think they like guns there they for the do. most part. Well, I'm a southerner now, so oh yeah, down here. I have, do you have never a gun? seen a gun. Oh no, yeah, like, what are the no. carry laws? Is it open carry? Uh, you there's a few places that you go that have a sign out front and say no firearms allowed. And there's a sign that's crazy, and I get nervous. Wow. Because you never think about guns, and you see a sign that tells you not to bring a gun in. Yeah, obviously in Canada, like, I've never seen a gun in real life. (laughs) Me neither. I just think that, like, it's the culture. Everyone has guns. Like, Smash does say something to Lila, like, whoa. Might not be, like, the best territory for her, but I think he's just more worried about her. But But I don't know. Is she, like, TV bipolar or real life bipolar tv tv because 
TV bipolar. There's like no problem that she's not taking her meds. It's just yeah. like a like, it's quirky just... thing about her. It's not like a real issue with gravity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I grew up in a bipolar family, so I like my mom is bipolar. So you just wonder your mom is mad for no reason. You just deal with it. You go, okay, okay. Like you don't like wake up and she's like under a sink, like crying oh. and like on, like dish soap so or it's... something. You're just More like, dramatic oh, she's just being really annoying today. You're like, all right. You know, she'll, like, figure it out in a few hours. And then she's, like, kind of like, hey, let's go shoot some guns at some soup cans. Like, all right, <laughs> Mom, let's go. But I felt like the Friday Night Lights didn't hit the... Because they, like, always like to hit the hot topics really, like, close. Mm, yeah, for sure. But, like, mental illness just... They just the writers didn't understand it, I guess. They didn't, and no. that's why like her, she just disappears. Like they don't go like, okay, how can we follow her on this mm-hmm. journey or um, see her become like happy and healthy and self-realized? They just go like, eh, yeah, too hard. This is a couple years before like everyone's like erase the stigma of mental illness, which is obviously a great initiative. But like this was just pre that. So like if someone has a mental illness on a show, like it's going to be dramatic. It's not going to just be like something. Yeah. Yeah. Like they something that's just like about them. A rabid raccoon somewhere. Yeah. Underneath a sink. Yeah. And like. Also, Smash literally calls her crazy, like, a million times. Yeah, he calls her crazy wavy. Yeah, like, he's trying to... That made to... me mad. Yeah, yeah. it's like... Because it's also, like, when he's trying to understand her, and he's like, you have to talk to me, you have to be transparent with me, but you're acting crazy. I I really liked the character of Waverly, too. Yeah. yeah. She kind of brought a whole new element to the show, because she had that outside view, which is a... Because mm-hmm. like whole, the Landry, yeah, you have that whole like capsule that is Dylan Texas, and they love football. But then you have these outsider characters like Tyra uh, Waverly. Seemed like she was one of them too. Mm-hmm. Landry like, is kind of on the see other through season. it. Yeah, yeah, they like but, understand that there's more to life than just uh, high school football. Because. Mm-hmm. These people are caught in the capsule. Like the owner of the liquor store is selling booze to minors. It's a bubble that was ready to burst in Dylan Dennis. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just keep Waverly around. I yeah. also think that like Waverly sort of like like awoke something in Lila. So then like Lila is a little bit more confident and she understands things a little more. So like if you had. Tyra, Waverly, and then like enlightened Lila. It would be an unstoppable girl gang. It would probably be like death proof. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm picking a new topic. Father daughter dance. Woo, this is a good oh, one. Oh god. This was <laughs> okay. awkward for me. Watching a growing man <laughs> dance <laughs> with a teenager. Yeah. Just made me uncomfortable because they were like close. And in yeah. real life, they're not father-daughter, so it's probably, like, more, like, kind of, like, a set thing where, like, you could, you know, I can hug Kyle Chandler right now because I'm, she's, not, he's not my dad, <laughs> but <laughs> as a television viewer, you're watching, you're going, this is weird, because now I'm, like, trying to, like, picture, like, my sister and my dad dancing, and like, <laughs> it's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I had, like, some thoughts about how, like, uh, like, it's, like, a weird tradition, like, the dad giving the daughter away, like, kind of similar to that. Yeah, for sure. Why is there a father-daughter dance? Like, I don't, why why do they need that? Or it's kind of, like, purity balls, you know, where the dad, like, bestows purity on his daughter. Gross. Totally gross. I did, like... Tyra and Tyra's mom at the dance. They just showed oh, up and were I like, liked fuck that. y'all. And like, they didn't let's... even pay. I nope. loved it. They weren't dressed it... up for it. They, they went to the amazing. Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> just got whatever duds they can find. 
for the day. But like they have to. So I was thinking like, oh, but like, what about all the kids that don't have dads? And then I was like, no, this is like a very nuclear family town. Like everyone has a dad, so they would not ever like think to include outsiders in that situation. So they like were like, fuck you, we'll come to the dance. So I liked when they were going, getting ready for the father-daughter dance and Tammy was like, Julie obviously didn't want to go because she was mad that her parents are moving. Um, And then Tammy was like, no, y'all are going to the father-daughter dance. I'm going to pull out my camera. I'm going to take a picture of you both. You're going to look real happy and I'm going to cherish it for the rest of my life. So y'all stop being a pain in the ass and make me happy for once. Which was really funny. Tammy has a lot of like little rants and raves this these couple episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I think we get like a piece of the Tammy puzzle in this episode. Mm-hmm. Because she's on her great Tyra project right now. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it kind of reminds me of Cher Horowitz from Clueless. Because oh. in high school, Tammy... Tammy was probably, she probably loved makeovers and the less <laughs> popular girls. And she just wanted to bring them to her team. But wow, now that that's she's. That's a really good insight. Now she's a level headed adult. Mm-hmm. And she realized she could use those skills and yeah. save young women who are most <laughs> likely to become buddy Garrity mistresses. Or she just secretly hates Julie. <laughs> and just wants to have a better daughter. Listen. Listen, she definitely wants a better daughter. That's yes. why she gets a second daughter, ultimately. And it's just weird that she doesn't try to make Julie less shitty. I think she's like, that ship has sailed. <laughs> Don't even want to get involved. Like, yeah. that I'm haircut's not going to fix itself. I'm not going to fix it. It's over. At the end of the day... Tyra is my favorite character on the whole show. Like, I love mm-hmm. Adrian Palicki. Did I say her mm-hmm. name right? Cause I, I don't know. I, I think so. It sounded right. I will follow her career to the end of the world. What's she working on now? Well, they she was on the Marvel show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but they tried to like mm-hmm. spin her off into another thing, but they like canned it. They canned the idea. Uh... But I feel like she can rule the world. She can. Yeah, and for sure. She has, she's so beautiful. She's so gigantic. She's an Amazon woman. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Now that Nashville's canceled, Connie Britton and Tyra should be together again. Yeah. And not bring Tyra's mom ever oh. again into another situation. Okay. So, spoiler alert. For anyone who wants to watch alert. Nashville. <laughs> but, Nobody um, cares. <laughs> the Nashies already rule the internet. So they're already spreading the gospel. It's fine. Okay. Angela is Tammy's like boyfriend's sister. And she has to give him a kidney. And <laughs> it's crazy because she doesn't want to give him a kidney. And Tammy like writes her a million dollar check to like be like give him the kidney and then she ultimately dies after giving him the kidney it's awesome (laughs) yeah it's a great dramatic acting and it just proves that like those two ladies will never get along on screen yeah they can't be friends yeah they're they're always antagonistic and this happened on nashville yeah. yeah, man, this is the Nashville real plot. is the fucking craziest show on TV. I swear to God, There's there was a, m- a fake pregnancy, faked with pig's blood. Pig's yes. blood. Uh, there was a shooting. That was the spawn. Oh. There was that two was like comas the- in one season, and then ultimately there was a suicide. But there's ultimately three comas total. Yeah. Like Katie was texting me, and she's like, "Did you get to the second coma?" And I was like, "Oh my god, no." <laughs> can't wait for that second coma anyway so now it's canceled but (laughs) now tammy can go on to do something amazing sorry nashies all right i'm gonna pick a topic from the bowl oh my god this one's amazing okay coach is chilly so coach is a 
Coach thinks he's really good at making chili. Tammy thinks he's mediocre at making chili. I'm That's a side, dad thing. I'm going to side with Tammy on this one. Because I feel like she does the most work when they have the assemblies at their house. So he's making chili. Um, and Tyra's over studying. And then he says, Do you like your chili spicy, lady? I like spicy. You like it spicy? Sure. I'm going to get you some spicy chili. And then he fell over and had to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, we were like, whew, pause the episode. Have yeah. to excuse myself. You have to go take a brisk walk. Whew. Yeah, and then he just like can't stop talking about chili. He's like manically talking about it, like can't stop. And then Tammy shuts him down as like, it's mediocre chili. The thing with the kind of chili that coach is making is like how good can it be like i'm assuming he's making that like meat chili which is like essentially like ground beef and tomato sauce i don't know if i'm offending like people who eat meat whatever but like how good can it just like a a meat sauce be what's the difference between two and they have chili cook-offs like people are so It's like the type of spices that you use. And then like some people use like different, like if it's like either ground or like, you know, cut up. But like, who cares? Like, how good can it be? It's just like meat and sauce. But there's also vegetables in it. It's like, it's like. Chili con carne has no vegetables. It's, it doesn't have beans. Oh, maybe his had beans. Probably not. But like, have you I don't ever think had? I would trust a sauce from a man who wore a sunglass strap. <laughs> Patrick piping in with like the only thing we should say on this whole topic. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm just baffled. But you're right. Like, how good a cook can he be? So like, have you ever had like a dad meal where like it's your dad's turn to like cook a weird thing my dad does the cooking in my family so my dad's really good at cooking so like my dad this would be a thing that my dad would do where it's like we're gonna i'm gonna have my chili tonight and then Mm. it's like the weirdest conglomerate of ingredients and it's like really really crazy and you're just like oh it's mediocre (laughs) because like it's you're right it can only like taste one way or the other yeah but it was a total dad thing to be like i make the best chili Mm -hmm. which i never make ever um patrick do you like chili (laughs) do you like your chili spicy patrick (laughs) i do like spice after this whole conversation i don't think i want a dad to make me chili (laughs) no don't i think i'll trust a tammy a tammy chili Tammy's oh. chili has like sweet potatoes in it and Corn. it's like artisanal. Some and she, rosemary like, And she probably on top. does that thing where she like puts a like a cheeky bit of dark chocolate in her chili for depth. Whoa. She was. She was. She's probably listening to like a fun song too while she's making it. Yeah, Ooh. she dances around the kitchen and like smacks Coach in the ass with the spoon. <laughs> And That's he's just getting ready for get work. Behind. He's just putting on his like sunglasses, just about to walk out the door. Probably like <laughs> walking on sunshine. Do you think that's the song that she gets ready to? Oh my god, she gets turned to walking on sunshine. <laughs> no, she probably likes a like a soulful country singer. The Dixie Chicks. Oh my god, Tammy loves the Dixie Chicks. Faith Hill, the Dixie Chicks. Actually, if she's at like at home cooking and it's getting Shania. all riled up. I was going to say Reba. She puts mm. on some like old school Reba and it's like, that's her jam. Um. All right. We're getting to the end of our topics. Um, do you want to do a break for wine time and then talk about the one serious plot point that crops up in this episode? All right. So for my wine, because I'm in America, Oh my god. Shout out America. How much was your wine? Four ninety nine. US dollars. <laughs> Wait, but how much is that so Canadian? I like chose, eight dollars. We I could really Google know. it. But I'm drunk and I'm saving these fingers for <laughs> 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 So 
Great. <laughs> Sexual jokes aside, I chose Chariot Gypsy Wine. Okay. <laughs> so Chariot is the brand name, and I selected it because it reminded me of Jason Street's wheelchair and his journey through Murderball. And Ooh, good Gypsy one. was, I guess, the the selection. And it reminded me of he was a gypsy in his own town. He didn't feel like he belonged there anymore. That's really poetic and lovely. That's beautiful. So how would you rate your wine? Like, do you like how it tastes? What does it taste like? Etc. Uh, it made me melt dry, so I rate it one <laughs> out of four Belairs. <laughs> oh my, oh my god. god. Great. Okay, so the wine that we're drinking Sorry, this Gypsy. week. <laughs> the wine Katie and I are drinking this week is called obsession and it's a 2014 california white and it oh does not say california yeah dude it doesn't say what kind of wine it is it just says it's always a good sign symphony but it's really sweet that's what i have to say about it yeah it totally is and i just like didn't know what kind of wine it was so i was like oh whatever but like it's called obsession which we could relate to a lot of things in these episodes, like Tim's obsession with cougar moms and the kids' obsession with Tim, Texas's obsession with gun violence, Buddy's obsession with football, my obsession <laughs> with with Stonehenge. Well, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to Stonehenge three. <laughs> We can have it it's in Canada the, this time. Where is a good place in Canada to like install Stonehenge 3? Canada is full of like rugged beauty uninhabited. So like anywhere. Canada's the Just shit. like fucking throw a dart onto a map. There's for sure room for a Stonehenge. Well, we'll we'll get some rocks. We'll build We can put them it together. in Alberta. That's the Texas of Canada. True. They love oil, probably guns, not sure. They love oil, cowboys, beef, um, conservative values. Large rocks. Large rocks for yeah, sure. Yeah, there's mountains. There are mountains. Yeah, dude. Perfect place for a Stonehenge. <laughs> Tourism, Alberta. Hit you heard us it up. here first. <laughs> Alberta. Perfect place for a Stonehenge. All right, so there's one last thing we need to discuss as a group. We need to work through it. We need to, like, just... We need to heal. Talk it out, get it on the table. It, re- it like, is a catalyst for season two, um, and that's Tyra's sexual assault at the end of this of episode 20. This, well, this caught me off guard. I knew this happened in the series... And I was not expecting this episode. I mean, I guess it's part of our story, but it just I was not ready for it. No, man. There's no way you can be ready for it. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was like, disturbing for a bunch of reasons. Like, first of all, it was really fucking weird that they were cutting between her getting sexually assaulted and... Um, a football like the, game. the football game and like literally there's a part where coach says clear eyes full hearts can't lose and it cuts to Tyra getting attacked like it's really it was really disturbing and I don't know like what the artistic function of that was like we get it they're happening simultaneously but like is that why they're doing that or are they trying to make a bigger statement I don't know I think it was just like really simple juxtaposition of like here's everybody's priority right now everybody in town's at the game and this is what's happening no one is thinking that like this could be happening outside of that Mm -hmm. so i think it was just like a stark reality check but really nothing like beyond that yeah but nothing like would come of that no it was just like this is happening and it's amazing but like dark Mm -hmm. things could also happen so it just sucks that they have to, like, 
use a woman getting sexually assaulted to prove that point. Yeah. Like, in a lot of shows and movies, that's, like, a trope. Yeah, and to it be, like, be. like, FYI, like, wake up, America. This could happen. Yeah. And it, it would just, like, add it to the anxiety because you'd be in football mode and be like, oh, like, Matt's going to run his play and, like, the clock's ticking down and, like, whoever wins is going to state. And then they would cut to, like, a terrifying you know the terrifying attack scenes and you're just like riddled with anxiety and then you can't like you can't focus on anything after that yeah it was very disorienting i don't know i don't know if that means i did a good job i wasn't expecting it it. so it just kind of like popped out of nowhere so you're like oh this is like tough to watch Yeah. yeah i don't know and like so it it happens she like uh sort of like fights off the attacker by doing it a brilliant thing which is heating yeah. up the cigarette lighter in her car and then burning him with it which is like i'm gonna start lobbying the government that we bring that back to all vehicles um and then he flees into yeah, because the night the cigarette lighter is not in cars anymore right no no it's like it should come back as a weapon yeah. It should be like a thing that you can like have in your pocket that you can like heat up a thing to like just touch someone with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Or they could just like send rapists to jail. Oh, uh, that also might. No way. You know, maybe that would like convince people not to rape people. Like maybe one like, day. Cigarette lighters in cars or rapists in jail. Like Either maybe one. one day they'll send a rapist to jail and like, equalize it to. A crime like murder like the same <laughs> crime basically yeah yeah for sure yeah. so like and then tyra's just like destroyed for the last like couple scenes that you see her in and landry who's supposed to meet her right shows up and like i guess has to like he's just there with her in the aftermath mm-hmm. yeah so it's definitely like a shitty thing but like Tyra and Landry's relationship kind of starts blossoming and I think that's like a sweet part of the show and a good thing that they did is they didn't make Landry like a superhero in the Mm. moment he wasn't like I'm here to protect you I'm here to blah 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 like he just kind of like sat with her and didn't talk yeah it was realistic yeah it's just there because you just show like in real life, no one's going to show up at the right time. So you just kind of come after and you're like, what do right. I do? You don't understand what's going on. Yeah. And but he was did a good job of like not being like shitty. Yeah. Like they wrote yeah. it well to not yeah. be like, oh, I'm here now. Like, you know, cry yeah, on my now shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Like they didn't yeah. put dialogue. It was just like a handholding scene. Yeah. And yeah, if they had, had some, like, to background music playing over it. If they had to include it, I guess they like did a good treatment of it. I don't think. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like it. It was. It. It was fine. Like they yeah. didn't. They didn't take it into a place where it was like, oh, now this, now Landry's saving Tyra. Mm-hmm. You know, he just was there he was there yeah mm-hmm. if there's one thing we can say about landry it's that he was there <laughs> that's what his tombstone will say i was there <laughs> isn't that a beyonce song I oh i was here, here. Oh, isn't God um there's a Beyonce movie called like Obsessed. Yeah, Obsessed. Yeah, yeah. So Beyonce just infiltrating all realms of this podcast all of a sudden. Yeah. Anything. All roads lead back to Beyonce. <laughs> um. So we have two more topics. Um. So we have Buddy and we have Julie's face. <laughs> Those are so our last two. We can talk points. about both. We can wait, talk about. Wait, wait, wait. These are. Two topics so we have to combine. <laughs> <laughs> if you yeah. want, man, get creative. Um, well, Julie's face 
is just in a perma frown this whole these whole two episodes she's just not happy she's very moody and she just looks like a demon grumpy cat she's doing like a lip pout the whole Mm -hmm. time like pushing her lips out and her two strands are like extra in front of her face they're framing her miserable to like just bring out that like that like emo gothic emily the strangeness (laughs) to julie taylor i kept hoping julie would lash out at her parents their decision to move to austin and just have this 2007 britney spears moment and just decide to Mm. shave off her hair (laughs) unknowingly sparing the entire world from a homely bangs (laughs) and then just get a whole season and a half of julie wearing different wigs allowing us to forget her dark path to becoming the worst person ever (laughs) in friday night lights history Whoa. Unfortunately. What a story. Could Julie okay. have her like revival Britney moment though? Because no. she literally becomes the worst like after this moment, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the this turning is like point. the downfall but of Julie. This, uh, not to get too far ahead and maybe we should just save it until later. But like it's Coach and Tammy enabling her bad behavior again. Mm. Like the fact that she stays they stay in dylan for her if she had moved to austin she could have like become like a self-actualized person or like just be like okay another reason why it's not about me all right so buddy next topic so buddy's trying to win back pam after after he cheated on her with not only Angela, but also Ruth. Oh, Ruth. And then who else? There's some other person. The, um, the receptionist. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there were many. He's a serial, serial cheater. Mm-hmm. He's a known adulterer. <laughs> That's Flinder. also going on in his tombstone. And he makes a photo album to try to apologize to Pam, but she is not having it super proud of pam because like i feel like we're so used to like dudes coming around or like trying to like rectify situations and so many people are like oh okay like da 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 like how lila kind of starts to go down that road Mm -hmm. but pam like and granted they get into a shitty fight which they shouldn't have like done in front of lila but pam holding her own and not letting buddy in and not appeasing him sets a a good example for yeah. like being steadfast and mm-hmm. strong patrick thank you for sticking through all of our technical difficulties thank you for so, uh, re-releasing friday night lights into the universe Thanks to us, they're doing a reunion next weekend. There you go. Thanks to the hard work that we put into it. Okay, so if anyone is going to the Friday Night Lights reunion and follows us on Twitter, please tweet at us. Tell us what's going on. Tell us if you see a sunglasses strap on anyone, anyone, but especially on Coach Taylor. Tell us literally every minute detail that you don't think we'll care about because we will we'll definitely care yeah um (laughs) patrick thanks again you are one of our favorite people follow him on twitter at patrick m dunn and at instagram at patrick m dunn and snapchat (laughs) patrick m dunn and everywhere else of the same everywhere on the world wide web always nice to have patrick on the show don't you guys just love patrick oh my god i get such a (laughs) kick out of him (laughs) um so when we were watching episodes and recording with patrick um 
we realized there were still some outstanding mysteries in these episodes. There was a lot of room for us to go even deeper into our usual investigation. Mm-hmm. So we uh, cracked open some encyclopedias. Just kidding. We Googled everything on our phones <laughs> in the dark. And we came up with some things that we thought we should shed some light on from these episodes. First of all... <laughs> there was a dispute yes it was it got heated it got heated but we cut it out because we didn't want you guys to think less of us <laughs> um but no one can agree on how old tim riggins is supposed to be because it's so confusing yeah i'm pretty sure they changed his age halfway through the show yeah. first of all second of all he looks like a middle-aged man yeah so like i think when they were starting out and they didn't know the longevity of what was going to happen they put him as a senior and they obviously cast an older like gruffer looking actor right so in reality taylor kitsch is 25 years old when in season one of the show which i think is okay if you're playing a senior that's okay that's like typical i would say right but he started out as a senior for sure he did because jason's a senior and they're best friends Mm -hmm. and they're like gonna graduate like if you watch the first episode they're like i'm pretty sure they're like like we're gonna graduate and like go to the nfl and even tyra's like i'm gonna get into college yeah so the show picked up traction and everyone was obsessed with it and they were like oh we have to keep this thing going and taylor kitsch is our bread and butter because (laughs) he's the hottest person to ever live so they went back and we're like just kidding (laughs) he was 15 in season one they benjamin buttoned him totally (laughs) yeah so tim riggins is 15 when he starts dating that cougar mom Mm -hmm. he's a sophomore yeah grade 10 grade 10 canadians don't roast the canadians we're canadian (laughs) it's true i just want to roast everyone it's been it's been a day you guys totally um so he's 25 playing a 15 year old right because it's the fall because it's the fall so he would have his 16th birthday like after that season ends yeah um sweet 16 (laughs) and the cougar mom who again is played by brooke langton her name's jackie jackie in the show um when tim says that he hooked up with his neighbor who's mid-30s he was bang on he's right on the money um she would have been 36 years old when that episode was filmed so that's a reasonable age like that doesn't offend me to think that like he's dating an older woman because sometimes on tv or in movies he's like dating an older woman and she's like one year older than him or she's like younger than him so the like they did cast uh age a mom age appropriate person for this but i think i still think she looks really young she looks younger than yeah pretty much um so if we just peel that back a little more tim was 15 dating a 36 year old woman right which just that's 20 that's 21 years that's that's age that's old that's another tim riggins right there (laughs) she is old enough to be his mother yeah yes she is for real so So, there you go mystery solved everyone and don't solved mary and don't you feel gross about it yeah here this might make you feel better okay hopefully i have good news (laughs) stonehenge 2 is real um yeah it is it's the weirdest art project ever. So why was it built? Some dude named Al Shepard, um, I guess, just had like some time and some money in like a patch of land in Hunt, Texas, and decided to like build a replica of Stonehenge. So he had it on his land for um, a long time, like 20 years-ish or something, because I think they started building it in 1989. And then in 2012, they moved it to a town called Ingram, Texas. Sounds very Texas. To like the grounds on this at this arts foundation. And it is rated number one out of the top six things to do in Ingram, Texas on TripAdvisor. 
Did you know that it's not the only replica Stonehenge? There's more than a Stonehenge 3. There are so many Stonehenges. Are you kidding? No, I'm not. And there's more than what I have here, but these are the astronomically aligned Stonehenges of the world. Oh, shit. Okay. So there are some less accurate Stonehenges, but we're not even going to go into that because why like, would you who, even build a non-accurate Stonehenge? There you go. Like if you're going to go to the trouble, build an accurate It makes Stonehenge. no sense. So here they are. Stonehenge three is in <laughs> Australia. Stonehenge four is in Washington state. Stonehenge five is in Montana. Stonehenge six is in Texas. So technically Stonehenge two is Stonehenge six. Oh my God. Stonehenge seven is in New Zealand. Eight, Missouri nine tasmania and virginia and britain both have stone henches but they're called foam henches because they're not made of rocks i just died (laughs) so there you go you guys we're going we're going deep foam henges (laughs) (laughs) yes that's crazy yeah um stonehenge 2 aka stonehenge 6 ingram (laughs) texas is um astrologically astronomically astronomically aligned aligned for the april 8th 2024 total solar eclipse oh my god you guys friday night lights fan reunion at stonehenge (laughs) 6 2024 who's gonna be there i'm so down live on location from stonehenge (laughs) two aka stonehenge six (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and i think oh yeah we have one more mystery that needs to be solved so this is a (laughs) this is a insane mystery to solve i googled how much canadian dollars is (laughs) 4.99 us dollars because patrick's wine if you remember the low low price of 4.99 and we both couldn't believe it so I was like, well, that's probably like, you know, normal price of a bottle of wine in Canada. Yeah, like a cheap bottle of wine, which no. I'm thinking is like eight or nine dollars. No. Four ninety-nine US is six forty-one Canadian. Which you could never get a bottle of wine for that cheap. You can't buy like any oh, that's you can buy like two tall cans. Yeah. Or you could buy like one of those t- like big bottles of beer like a 40 or true something. what about those <laughs> weirdo like sample size bottles of wine oh at, probably your cans of wine were six dollars oh my god so yeah. we need to also go live on location to america and just drink or just wine buy for wine cheap. and bring it back because this is crazy we're spending we're paying out of pocket for these wines you guys are getting for free basically we're literally paying triple the price (laughs) for a bottle of wine it's all for you you guys oh my god you don't want to hear us sober so like america has its problems but (laughs) as we (laughs) delve into but cheap wine can't go wrong you know what it just brings the people together yeah well that's all the mysteries solved I'd say those are some good mysteries. Mm -hmm. So because we're coming up to the last episode, our episode of season one. Mm -hmm. So this is, there's two more episodes left. So we thought we would do like a little check-in with all the characters, see like how far they've come and where they are to set up for the finale. Yeah. Um, so who's first on our list? Well, let's do the Taylors. They are the stars of the show after all. Um, so coach as you know got the offer to tmu and he's deciding whether to move the family to austin which is why um julie was so bad out of shape because it's like <laughs> un- they don't know what the future holds yet it's kind of up in the air yeah so that's where we leave them trying to decide whether he'll take the job and move them to austin mm-hmm. and like tammy's like probably excited about it well she's circling house listings in the paper true so she might get those his and hers closets after all um julie is mad about moving because she's in love with matt barf yeah matt is coming into his own as a football player i'd say yeah um he is like um up and down in terms of the Mm self-confidence he really like the map he he's going through some stuff yeah and but like he just he ran a really good play in the game the semifinal game that got them to state 
Um, all he had to do was like the tried and true believe in yourself mm. and he accomplished something amazing. So I think like Matt is the type of person where like you have to give him a lot of praise and like mm. love for like, him to like us. <laughs> <laughs> like I know what <laughs> I know what he's going through kind of. <laughs> um yeah, because like if he knows people are in his corner, he'll want to do well. You know who's in Matt's corner? Uh grandma. Oh, grandma. Grandma's not up to much. No. Just being grandma. Just sitting in her chair. Yeah. Lying low. Lying Lois. <laughs> <laughs> Segway to Lois, who's also not doing anything and just sitting in a chair. And that's where we'll leave her. Like, in, like until like <laughs> 17 episodes will go by before Lois will crop up again. Yeah. So don't worry about Lois. She's fine. Not up to anything. Um... Jason and Lila still engaged? Um uh, I think the like blowout, like the water throwing fight was probably like the beginning of the actual beginning of the yeah. end. Like the beginning of the end of the end. Mm-hmm. And we leave Jason um getting offered like a like assistant coaching job from coach to like coach mm-hmm. the Panthers. Yeah, like, coach is so happy that he settled his lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and oh yeah, so and then Jason kissed the tattoo artist. True, the sperm eyebrow tattoo artist at Stonehenge too. Right, hence Stonehenge too. So Jason is like. Good things are happening to him. Bad things are happening to him. And like just super weird stuff is happening to him. Like who knew that like Jason's boring old self could get into such a mess at the end of this season. Yeah. You kind of forget that Jason's like the main character I know. of the show. I, like I don't know what they're up to with him. Yeah. And Lila is um, her parents are living apart because her dad is a psycho. Mm-hmm. And it's like for sure cemented. Yeah. Not getting back together. Lila has come to terms with the fact that like there's no room for it's too late to apologize Mm -hmm. and um she went psycho and smashed some cars but no one really cares about that yeah so so she smashed all the cars in her dad's dealership but don't worry about that you guys it will never come up again no so i think (laughs) she's just off the hook ready to like get to the end of season one and she'll be you know doing her thing tim Dating the cougar mom. Yeah, that's it. And playing football. Drinking beer. And working outside. Mm, Cleaning gutters. Cleaning gutters. Fixing trucks. God bless him. (laughs) (laughs) Tyra and Landry, we left them sitting in that diner after Tyra got sexually assaulted. Um, Looks like the start of a beautiful friendship. Yeah. Landry... Um, it's gonna like this will be like a determining factor to like what kind of friend Landry is. I think. I think he's gonna be a very good friend who would do anything for her. Dun dun dun. <laughs> um, but Tyra, you know, beyond the now like strife and whatever that comes with this incident, um, she is trying to like propel herself through. Uh, high school so mm-hmm. that she can apply to colleges she has this newfound like spark for learning and she is determined to break the colette mold or colette curse or something she says mm-hmm. um and go on to better things yeah so this is like exciting yeah and like nothing is gonna stop tyra no smash we leave him trying to figure out what to do with Waverly? Yeah, he's still figuring things out, but he doesn't. He's not on steroids anymore. He's not on steroids. He's back on the team. He's back on the after team. After walking off, he's leading really good um, team prayers again. Mm-hmm. I really missed those. And they're rollicking on the field, just being boys, being dudes. 
Yeah, he um and Matt were wearing their matching Alamo Freeze outfits, and I like forgot that like that's the outfit. So I was like, "What the fuck is up with like the white pants?" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt's just wearing his Alamo Freeze outfit." But then when I saw Smash in it, I was like, "But why is he wearing white pants? What the?" And then I had to go through the whole thing in my head over and over again, and this is how horrible my life is. Well. We can wrap it up. Your life doesn't have to be horrible anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you guys for listening. Um, If you want to, you can find us at our brand new website at www.cleareyesfullheartsplusbooze.com. Yes. You can also find us on many platforms for listening to podcasts, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, almost every other one it'll it'll fuel all those other outlets so if you're on one you're on the other yeah Um, even all you freaks with android phones can now like listen to our podcast on your phone it's amazing we did it for you you guys (laughs) um and you can also um see what we're what we're talking about what we're thinking about on twitter at clear eyes pod um, Facebook, rarely updated, but beloved by many. Totally. So Facebook.com slash Clear Eyes Pod. Our Instagram at Clear Eyes Pod. Is that it? Yeah, man. That's a lot of stuff, though. That should yeah. that should hold them over. We'll still have our SoundCloud for a little bit if you're a big SoundCloud fan. So yeah, don't worry about that. Cool. See you guys later. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.